See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hey, and we're back on air now, recording our voices. Mm-hmm. Who are we? Why are we? What are we? Mm-hmm. This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, big show number 168. Oh. Running headfirst into 170, mm-hmm. then 200, then 300, uh-huh, yeah. then a million. <laughs> My name's Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. He's the one with the knowledge, I'm the one with the dumb ideas. So, uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, give us a rate and review the show, it would help us out a lot. If you're finding us at bunchofdorks.com, th- there's three buttons there, you should click all of them and enjoy all of the goodness there. Yes. entertainment. Top one's Slow Robot Go-Go, middle one's... Two Dimension, comic two, book podcast. Two Dimension podcast, yeah, podcast with no direction about comic books. And uh, the bottom one is Bunch of Dorks, the longest-running podcast in the history of the world. And, uh, yeah, what else do we got? We got, you know, the Wannabe Hot Rodder, your blog. Yep, Hot Rodder. I haven't made it. Boy, it's been about... It's been three, a couple weeks. Three weeks, two weeks, or three weeks. That's how blogs go to die. Because <coughs> yeah, I, yeah. I do get traffic there. It's just I don't write enough. I should If I post every... Yeah, write, I should, write once a week. Thing. I should do once a week. No, no, no less, you know. Then... I should give you some scans of Hot Rod cartoons. That way you'll have some... Oh, yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? You should give me all those. <laughs> Bring those in a flash job. I'll be like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'll have people like looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, get, bring them on, brother. All I'm right, all I'll, good with it. All right, I'll grab them for you. And uh, we also have the Creature Feature, which is uh, the with Creature Doc Feature with Clown. Doc and Clown. Go to YouTube and uh, search it out. There's all kinds of fun stuff We'll there. have another special video project coming <laughs> soon. And yeah. Then because this one is taking off so quickly we had to do the other one but yeah yes, that's all right exactly. we just want to do so much that we can never like finish one but Ugh, hey gross you know we got another one and then like uh yeah and then what do you got that. destination nightmare my blog which a lot of comic book scans and uh, it's the world's most popular blog <laughs> in the history well, we, of bloggers I, I just did my thousandth i can't say that word one thousandth post thousandth post yep a thousand comic book stories wow that's for you so much that's a lot in three years thousand man you know i was on ultimate i was at uh ultimate guitar has like this comic book thread and i'll never go in it because i don't really read comic books but then i was like you know what? I, and i went and i said hey you guys should listen to the i put uh the, the, w- the two dimension oh cool i put two dimension uh podca- podcast and said go to a bunch of dorks and click the middle one and that's that and, you know so nice. i should have I put destination nightmare but i i will maybe next time i'll put eh, that out there that's cool more is more more, more is better is more. Anyway. all right that's all of our shtick sorry for all that Oh, and you can also go to uh, what's the Radio oh St. Pete? More. Radio St. Pete, right, the indie circuit, the indie circuit the indie at Radio St. Pete. That's all music and fun and dumbness. All right, that's enough of that shtick. What'd you watch this week? Nothing. 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 Wow. All right. Well, I watched two movies, both of them. <laughs> oh, I didn't mind. First one was X Men: Days of Future Past. Um, how was that? I liked it. Okay. I, I I I kind of find the X Men movies to be fun. And I think I like them because I don't know anything about them. Like, if I knew the comic books, I'd be like, well, that's not true to that character and thing and stuff, but I don't give a shit. So I, I just watch it, I'm like, yep, yeah, bubble gum for my brain. And okay, I just watch it cool. and see people doing dumb stuff, and I'm like, yeah, wow, cool. You could just see that by walking across the street, people doing dumb stuff. I hate the outdoors. Oh, I see what you mean. I stay in my little fortress. I yeah, stay in my I, fortress, you know. Yeah. And then I watched The King of All, What Am I Watching This For?, I Frankenstein. Oh God, I've never even seen that. Oh, it's a new one. It's streaming. I think no, it may. Yeah, I think it's streaming. Is it a Spanish movie? Like I Frankenstein. I, I, it's me. No, No. it's not. It's 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 something. It's it's it's. uh, Any stars in it? Any famous people in it? Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, the the Frank is the main problem with with this Frankenstein. Is he supposed to be this like brooding guy? He's like one of the most handsome men in the world, you know. And uh, he, he just puts some scars on, him and they're like, "Look at that, this hideous beast." And you're like, "Uh huh, look yeah. at this hideous model beast." You yeah, know, you're like, yeah. "Whatever, dude." You're one just of those, so, one of those scams. Yeah, and then and, and there's this whole like, so they take the gargoyle, or they take the Frankenstein lore, and then they introduce gargoyle armies. Oh yeah, CGI comes in now. Well, but 
gargoyle armies? Have you is is that in the Frankenstein? It could happen, lore? no, but it could happen. And then like the demons were coming up to to take over Frankenstein with the devil. Is this the one by he with Hugh Jackman in it? No, not Hugh Jackman. Oh, he did. Oh, Van Helsing was Hugh. Yeah, Jackman. he did Van Helsing. So, yeah, Aaron Eckhart. That's the guy's name. Uh, I've heard of him. Yes. And yeah, his, he's like a. You know, he doesn't look like the Frankenstein. Chiseled, good looks. He's a monster. You're like, okay. Yeah. Well. It yeah. was uh, stupid on every level. It was the dumb, one of the dumbest movies. But it wasn't I've ever a good seen. kind of stupid though. It wasn't like a slow robot kind of sleep. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. This was a big blockbuster flop. Kind of a thing. That almost like, looks like a lifetime movie of the week kind of bad <laughs> so, thing. And, and these gargoyle armies are there, and they're like, "Oh, we're fighting the demons." And the, the 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 gargoyle army was here from heaven, and the demons were coming from hell. And he was in the middle of this war, oh, and he was the okay. brooding guy who didn't want to be a participant because he's just a creature. And you're like, "No, you're just stop." Yeah, well. But whatever. It was. Bill Nye, Bill Nye's in it chewing the scenery, you know. You, 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 when you say Bill Nye, Bill Nye the science guy? No, Bill Nye. I don't know who Bill Nye is. The guy he plays in Underworld. He's the he's the oh. overlord of Underworld. He's like, oh. um, I think he plays. Oh, you don't watch the Par- Pirates of the Caribbean either. No. Okay, he's in nothing you've ever seen in your okay, lifetime. Okay, good. Well, I have seen the first Pirates of the Caribbean, but I don't remember him. So well, he matter. well yeah he was the guy that was piloting. He was the that squid guy. Oh. Who pirated the Black Pearl? Okay, all right. Then I can. I guess I have. Seen You'll it. know the voice, but you wouldn't know that. Yeah. All, all right. right. I won't see it. Who cares? Now we're gonna go to trailer break, and then when we come back, we're gonna go to our movies. Let's hop on a train. Yeah, you know what's funny about this next movie? I didn't. You know what happened this week? No. With that, there was a train wreck in Philadelphia. Oh. This was no. before I even picked this movie. This is a weird coincidence, you yeah. know. But well, that's okay. Anyway. And uh, there's always a train crash somewhere. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. Right. So when we come back, we're going to watch The Thing on a Train. Sorry, I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. What's happening, hot stuff? You've heard commercials where people tell you what they thought about a movie. Listen to what an entire audience had to say about visiting hours. This is not a trick. The screams you are hearing are the actual audience reaction to a sneak preview of Visiting Hours, a film so frightening you may never recover. Visiting Hours, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Bit by bit by bit, he carved a nightmare. <laughs> Toolbox murders. He made ordinary tools, weapons of destruction. No, please. I'll do anything you want. Toolbox Murders. What he does to your nerves is as frightening as what he does to his victims. <laughs> Toolbox Murders. A Cala Cal is released starring Cameron Mitchell. Rated R under 17, not admitted without Barrett. Hey, you want to hear some great news? It doesn't matter what your name is. All right. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter if you're a toolbox murderer. Who was that wrestler guy at the end there? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, that was The Rock. I didn't of know. movie fame. Yeah. yeah man. And human growth hormone fame. Of the biggest <laughs> human in the history of humans ever. <laughs> yeah, he could be like... He could he uh, he would have been great in I, Frankenstein, you know? I mean, he's <laughs> like uh, scary. Just throwing gargoyles, you know, cat moving castles. Yeah, and if speaking of scary... Mm. There's our movie, our train movie this week, yeah. which you, which you, uh, you know, called the thing on a train, which actually makes sense a lot. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't put those two together. Not the original thing, but the John Carpenter thing. John Carpenter the thing, which is a a movie I I, I like a lot. Uh, and this is a movie with our pal. You know who our pal is is in this movie because he's already <laughs> done like three movies with him. No, no. I my first thing is a uh, serious question. Has Peter Cushing been on a Slow Robot more than me? Because <laughs> uh, I think he has. I think I think I think Peter Cushing has been on Slow Robot a Go Go podcast more than I have. But this time it's with Christopher Lee as Buddy. Yeah. So you've got the team. You've got the team of Lee and Cushing, or Cushing and Lee and Horror Express. <laughs> wow. From 1972. 1972's Horror Express. From uh, um, the period piece from ni- 1906, supposedly. From a Spanish-British co-production. Not yeah, been a few of those, but yeah, yeah. This is a 
This is one of those Saturday morning afternoon creature features that I saw like a few times late night yeah. back in the uh, 80s and stuff like that. I always enjoyed it. A lot of fun, you know. It was weird. It was a weird movie. It was a weird movie. It was for a sure. weird movie. It was definitely like a, a a combination of a lot of different genres. You got the you got the mystery, you got the Orient Express mysticism, mystery. Yeah. You got mysticism, you got sci-fi. It's definitely like you know, pretty outrageous and all the... Yeah, well, the, the way it goes, you're like, wait, what? Like, because <laughs> yeah, it starts out there, like, they're in, they're doing an expedition in in, in, Ch- in China. China, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they happen upon this frozen ape person who they think is the missing link. Because at that, you know, at that time, they were like, oh, the missing link between apes and humans. And so they carve this thing out and they throw it into a box and they're taking it to be studied, you know. And they got to put it on a train. And they got to put it on a train because everything's by train. It's, and it's, it's the, 1906. That's what the date is. And I you guess know? it's kind of like the Orient Express because it's coming from China. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, but at any rate, that's they're the playing Agatha, with a couple. That's the Agatha Christie, uh, you know, turn of the century thing or whatever. So, you know, yeah, and it's and then they do a lot to set up who's who, you know. Well, that's where the mystery comes in. You get like introduced to a bunch of character. You got like the. You got Cushing and Lee who are scientists. You got like a spy woman played by Helga Lee, you know, yeah. the, who's in a ton of uh, Spanish horror back in the oh, day. Oh, really? Was she, yeah, was she oh, a like, real yeah. staple? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was in tons of them. Then you got like, you know, the Countess and you got like the... Uh, oh, the guy who's pretending to be... Um, you got Rasputin. Rasputin, yeah. <laughs> you got Rasputin 100% there. Rasputin. <laughs> you got the scientist there, you know, and... Uh, yeah, the I, cast of characters is well-rounded and very um, like what, an Agatha Christie. What you're movie. used to seeing, yeah, it's like you're playing Clue, but you're watching it with your eyes. Yeah, and then, exactly. Then you realize, wait, is this the clue? Is this the thing on a train? Well, at first, Clue style, and you're like, yep, it is. Yeah, so, kind of. Okay. At first, you don't know what the hell's going on because everybody. He's got the big Tim crate. Curry with the, yeah, with, Tim the Curry. With, with the candlestick in the in the in the caboose. He's got the... He's and that like, is not meant to be sexual, but now that I think about it, that was very sexual. Yeah, I didn't even Tim think Curry with that. a candlestick in the caboose. <laughs> anyway, moving on with that. Sing! Uh, no way, I love Tim Curry. He's great. That, uh, All right, oh, yeah, on. he is great. I didn't like... I don't like Rocky Horror, though, but he was, he's pretty funny in other Oh, things. yeah, he's... Well, that's where I was introduced to him. You know? In Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, that's right. the first time I saw him. I was like, this guy's crazy and funny. Yeah, you know. well, yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. So go ahead. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um. So anyway, there's he. The you know, Chris has got this crate that he's bringing in, and everybody wants this crate. Oh my everybody god. Wants to know what's in it. That's what's so annoying. The first part, I was like, I'm kind of annoyed with this movie because I was looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Because it seemed like it was a very interesting pl- premise. The plot looked good. The people are great. And I'm like, oh my god, it's like 20 minutes and. Everyone's fixated about this stupid cargo, and who gives a shit? They don't even know what's supposed to cargo be. Cargo on a train? Who cares? It's a big box of who gives a shit. But you know, but, you know I think I could see I could see uh, Peter Cushing interested because he's also a, a, um, a fellow scientist, scientist. explorer. Yeah. But at first, it's like some like Asian pickpocket tries to steal it. I guess they're thinking there's gold in it or something. Yeah, but then like there's that. like that chick with that stupid poodle. Which that poodle it was not an actor. That thing was trying to get away the whole time. I'm like, would you just get that dog off the screen? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, at first there's like when they're on the train, Christopher Lee can't get in, and they gotta like finagle him in there. But before he's trying to fight his way on the train, there's a Asian pickpocket guy, and he and he goes into the crate. I'm thinking they're thinking there's gold or some treasure. Oh yeah, in that there. was just a thief. That he was just a thief. He was just a yeah. thief, and he goes in there, and all of a sudden he tries to open it, and then he like falls dead with his eyeballs. His pupils all white, and you're going like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." Okay, so there's something really weird, and then that's when Rasputin shows up, and he's like, "The devil!" The yeah, devil. he's sticking it up hard. Oh yeah, he's doing hardcore. Nah, like, nah, nah. I was waiting for him to do the curly. <laughs> yeah, so that's his gimmick throughout the whole, you know, movie oh, or whatever. This actor is off the chain. <laughs> I thought he would be the craziest. I was wrong because yeah. <laughs> this movie ramps up right to my level about midway and stays there. I'm like, yes, thank you for saving my interest in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that later. So anyway, they put the crate in, and then we start meeting all the characters. And then, like Peter Cushing, like is really interested in what's in there, so he bribes the baggage guy. He goes, hey. Yeah. I'll give you like you know a shilling or some yeah. crap like that, <laughs> you know. And if you open up the crate and see what's in there, and the guy's like, "Well, okay." And the guy who opens up the crate, that weird-looking dude, he's played by a a Spanish Spanish actor named Victor Israel, who's all these Spanish horror movies of, yeah. of the 
of the time. He's a very famous character actor. He from seems that like thing. he would always be the grave digger. Yeah, exactly. Or right. like the or like yeah. you know, like he's like the the, hen- the henchman, friend. the handyman that might be killing people. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, know yet. He's got that weird eye thing going. Yeah. On or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he was he the guy. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go was ahead, he go the guy that was um, there? What was that stupid Corman production where there's this, this Corman production where like the devil they they hypnotized a woman and the devil and like the devil came out and then like no, the, no there was no, a no, grave digger that no no looked, no you're, you're thinking of the undead I the think. undead yes no, yes no, yes no, yes, no, yes no. but there was a guy that uh, he sang really stupid like he was no, like no. oh I'm just a simple grave digger and he was I know what you're talking about no 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 the, the, Victor Israel was very the, looks looks the similar only Spanish huh? movies yeah okay. that, the undead's a movie we should do that's kind of a fun dopey movie that's or whatever a, oh my god that's the dumbest with, movie with like, Allison <laughs> Hayes and her body but at any oh. rate at any rate yeah wow. Yeah, uh, anybody, everybody was on the crate, so he opens it up, and when he opens up the crate, like, you know, Victor Israel takes a look inside, and all of a sudden you see, like, like one red eyeball, like, like you know, and then he's like, oh my god, I've been hypnotized by yeah. this eyeball, <laughs> and then he's, like, kind of, like, all, all white-eyed or white-eyed Yeah, or his whatever. eyes turn white. And bushy-tailed. What are the... <laughs> <laughs> Pie-eyed. That's what my grandfather used to call getting drunk. Anyway, yeah, yeah. the... One of the things that was, um, I thought was kind of different, interesting, and actually like made it was nostalgic feeling to me. They used that dripping blood from the eyes and the mouth, yeah, yeah. and it was like that literally where they used to paint like in the sixties. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I'm talking about? Where, like I it, know was, what you're doing. it was like drops and running down below, it, and it looked like they were crying blood, yeah, crying and, blood, and yeah. trickling blood out of your mouth. Yeah, and yeah. I was like. Oh man, you don't see that anymore. Like, <laughs> that's classic horror. That's famous monsters right yeah, there. You yeah, know? That's famous monsters, I was like, yeah. wow, that's so funny to see that. Like, you know, when you see it now, you're like, we're used to spurting things and weird. Oh yeah, stuff. now it's like over the top. Yeah, you know, too, it's like, too much. But those are just because they just like go, Ugh, and there's blood coming out of their eyes, and then they just fall down. You and, know? That, and that's gonna happen a lot in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They bought a gallon of that red shit, and they're using it. And, and everybody got a chance to wear the, the a painful white uh, contact uh, contact lenses. Yeah. So at any rate, like they find him, and he's dead, and they bring the doctors there, and they can't figure out. What the hell is going on? So of course they like they do like the the the, the top of the head removal or oh, whatever. Oh, I know. You're like an autopsy on a train. I don't know. And, they, oh, and, and then they saw his head, and then they find that the brain, all the all the knots in the brain have been removed. So they're like hypo, they're hypothetically figuring out that the uh, the, guy the, says, the creatures like stealing their. The guy says that those lines in your brain are from memories. From memories, are so you stealing your memory? Because yeah, when you look at this brain, it looked like a whoopee cushion. Yeah, exactly. it probably was a whoopee cushion. <laughs> it probably was a. A whoopee cushion, but at any rate, anyway, and 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 then the Smooth the, the, the monster, the monster kind of like takes off. He leaves, and he puts like Victor Israel in the crate or whatever. I guess so they could find him or whatever. So now you you're thinking that the monster has this monster as the thing is taking the the thoughts and the intelligence of the person that is. See, it, I didn't get that at first, and I was like, wait a minute. So a stupid ass limp, missing link ape can pick a lock? Well. Yeah. But it makes sense because he is stealing people's memories and stuff. Yeah. So that was the first guy. Yeah. The exactly. first guy he killed was a. a, a, a yeah, the the, the baggage pick, guy yeah. who was like you know so he figured out. No, the from, guy on the the guy on the. Oh, that's right. The guy on the train platform. That's right. That's the first guy. I didn't even think Cause, about uh, that. Because what's his pick name pocket. was always like he's the greatest pickpocket in all of China, and I that's why even, he can get it good, into any lock with a hairpin. And you're like, okay, why are you telling me this? Good one, man. I didn't even think so about that. So that he one. had that guy's memory when he killed the other one. Then he could, that's how he got out. Then so it made sense. It was a. This is a very well written movie. It's, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's why, because I always thought about that scene it was kind of weird. How could you make like a pick by doing that? But yeah, he was the. He stole the thoughts of the first guy. And who? And that guy was blind and could pick and could pick any lock. The guy said. So he that's where he got that skill cuz at first I was very critical of it. That was one of my notes I was like, okay, so this ape knows how to pick a lock. Yeah, right. But then I was like, oh, towards the end of the movie when they reveal that he's stealing everyone's la- like stuff. Yeah, everybody's like, you know, whatever, yeah, you know, special persona, specialties, yeah. And so that's and I was like, oh, okay, that makes total sense then. Yeah, so anyway, like this doctor, you know, this guy gets killed or whatever. 
and like they're just they autopsy and they just leave them there. And then you know you start meeting other characters like you meet the 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 spy the pl- woman, the plucky hot chick, and the, the spucky hot the spy girl Helgeline, who's yeah. like uh, she's oh I, I had to get on this train I had to like sneak on this train you know because like some I forgot what happened to her she had to escape from something or something blah blah like, blah yeah, in, yeah. in China so she she's like in there and and like they're all going in their doctor thing and then there's that one scene where they're like having dinner in the uh, in the cat and, and Peter Cushing sees the fish with the white eyeball and he's like oh what the hell is and he's thinking that maybe there's the the monster or whatever the hell is going on is affected the food and he goes no it was, it was boiled and that happens and they're going like oh okay i mean but it was gross that it was gross anyway to be eating like that uh, kind of fish but i guess they did that back then so then you do that back now in asia do they really they eat boiled fish yeah, they eat raw fish oh gross yeah well that's sushi i guess right or no isn't sushi? That's Japanese, isn't that's it? That's Japanese. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about sushi. I'm talking about just, just fish. fish. There, there, there's a lot of odd cuisine. So anyway, we find out that Helgeline, <laughs> who's like sharing the uh, sharing the cart with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, I guess because she snuck in. She 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 like leaves the uh, bed and she's like, oh, I have to go. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Whatever. And she yeah. actually goes into the safe and she's like a thief and she goes in and he steals like a bar of. Uh, like a bar of steel or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then while she's there, when she turns around, all of a sudden, Ape Man shows up and she gets the eyeball mm. treatment or whatever. Kills her. I was like, wow. So you're like, huh, so this guy's going like all out or whatever, mm. you know. And then while that's going on, Peter Cushing comes in looking for her and he sees the monster, but then the, then the, uh, the, the, oh, the guy who, the, the, the cop on the train or whatever, you yeah. know, he's like, he sees the monster too, but he's like, hypnotized by yeah. the monster but he's able to shoot him and yeah. kill him because they just they they dispatch well, after like the second guy the marshal of the train dispatched his troops saying find this thing before it kills people we yeah. don't need to panic on this train so they so but and then they're looking around and he and it, it evades them for quite some time yeah, yeah you know yeah. and then when he kills the monster you're like well that was a quick movie but but, but then you see like the monster is kind of like they have like they have like <laughs> deep eye to eye contact <laughs> yeah. or whatever. The monster didn't kill him because he was dying, but so then after that, you you notice that the uh, the train conductor uh, cop is all, is okay afterwards because Christopher Lee goes and he's okay, but he he keeps like his left hand in his pocket all the yeah. time for some reason or whatever. So then like he's not Napoleon. We checked. No, he's... no. So that, so it's not Napoleon. So then like uh, I think some other scene. You know, the, you've got the 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 countess and her. And her, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But he's the guy who invented that steel. But there's a gravitational thing about it too that's yeah. also of interest. So the monster goes around like you know, well, not the monster. I should say it's now it's like whoever is going. Yeah. This is when the mystery. At this comes point, in. this is where it turns into a mystery because the monster's dead, dead and they have it on the slab. But the mon- but now it, things are still happening. And that's because the monster. Telepathied as he was dying into the next being, and then the next being is like taking the intelligence of each. Yeah, they just—it's a chain reaction. It's a chain just, reaction, and that's where I—that's where I was like, oh, this is the thing on the train because the thing was like that too, where it would—you didn't know who, where it was, who it was. You yeah. know, it takes the entity of whatever, wherever. So, so then, then of course, being like the scientist, this is where it gets kind of weird and goofy in a way. Very but, weird and very yeah. goofy because that effect doesn't work. Yeah, I know. What you're uh, looking through under that slide, that I'm like, I don't see shit the, the, here. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know? well, well, what happens is, like, Cushing and Lee do an autopsy on the monster, yeah. and then they, they, they take his eyeball out, and they, like, dip it. They, like, uh, you know, they puncture it, and then they take, like, a little bit of the uh, whatever from it, the eye juice or whatever, and they put it through, like, a micro uh, microscope, and all of a sudden they're starting to see, like, you know the the doctor. First, they see the guy who shot him, the train yeah. conductor, uh, whatever he is. Right, right. And they're going, look, oh my God! This is last vision. That's his last vision. And I think they get another drop, and then they go back, and then all of a sudden they start seeing like dinosaurs, dinosaurs, and the Earth. Like first, I think they see the Earth from far away, and then they see dinosaurs, and they're like, oh my God, we've we've, we've this monster's this thing's been at the beginning of time, and blah blah blah, you know, and it's. All this, you know, weird stuff coming out. Deep and then, theoretical stuff, and you're like, well, now wait, what? Yeah, from his now? eyeball, you know, and okay, that's what gets kind of into goofball sci-fi, you yeah. know. And then, like, I think, what was it? Then they call, like, they're calling people to take a look at it, and then Rasputin comes in. Yeah. 
And then Rasputin turns out to be like, at first he's like Mr. Like, you know, oh. All hail Jeebus. All hail yeah. Jesus. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, he's, he's serving all Satan. All hail Satan. Yeah. Like Within he, like 20 minutes. He's so, a complete fly-by-night fan. You know, he, he just flip-flops wherever so he wants he's, to. So he's starting to figure out that the conductor is like, now he's calling him. He's seeing that he's got the evil in him, you know. And he's like, I can serve you. I, I think you've got, I can serve you. And the guy's like, get away from me, you dumb, like, you know, monk or whatever the hell you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, like, they're doing the eyeball, I think, I think, doesn't, the, doesn't, like, Rasputin grab the eyeball or whatever and go to take it? He goes to take it. Yeah. He, he goes to take it to the conductor, and the conductor's like, get that crap away from me. And he, like, and he, like, throws it in the fire or whatever, yeah. you know. And you're like, and then they, I think they arrest, uh, you know, uh, don't they arrest like Christopher Lee or something after that? Or they do something, yeah, because yeah, they grab him because you're like, you you caused this or you were trying to steal something or whatever. It it gets convoluted. That's yeah. The one thing that is kind of odd about this movie is it right about this time is when I'm I'm fading, kinda. Like it had some peaks in it, but it was it was getting like okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. My, then here comes the re- yeah, yeah, here, here comes what saves this movie. Yeah, here, I know me. what you're gonna say. Well, apparently they 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 got a they got a somebody sent a message that to stop the train and like yep. Russia or something. And then we see Telly Savalas. Was he was he was he with a lollipop? No, I don't think he was. I think I think this uh, was maybe like, the first scene was. I think he's got a lollipop in the first scene. This predates Kojak or yeah. whatever. So then we get to see Telly Savalas like chewing the scenery. Like he is. He's great in this he movie. He is great in this movie. He is insane in this movie. <laughs> what and do you want, little papa? What do you want? He's also got little papa or whatever. He's just crazy. He's, he's crazy. crazy. And every scene you're like, he's crazier than the scene before it. And I yeah. thought he was freaking crazy in the scene before it. And that's what saved this movie. What got me back into this movie. <laughs> like, because I, 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 I liked it. I liked the present, but I was just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, you're it like was, kind of it was plodding along, getting, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. okay. And then Telly comes in in his red Cossack. Uh, he's like, wake up! I'm here, and now is his time for me to shine. <laughs> and, and he's like whipping. He whips Rasputin because he's like, and he's like, like he's like actually he's the guy I think who uh, arrested uh, had a uh, Christopher Lee arrested or whatever. He's like, eh, arrest him and kill him. Yeah, or he's just. It's like kill everyone. I don't care. He like he doesn't care. He's he's totally crazy. And he's there with his group of Cossacks or whatever, and they're like interrogating everybody and you this and you that and you other thing. And then finally he gets to like uh, he gets to the um, the train conductor guy or whatever, and he starts grilling him or whatever. And yeah. then somebody shuts off the Christopher light. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee shuts off the light, and all of a sudden it's like I guess this was the gimmick in this movie. Whenever you the the monsters or whoever in monster inhabits is normal, but when the lights go off. The eyeballs start to yep. glow, and then all of a sudden, yeah, Terminator all the, eyes. All the, yeah, all the you know, all the all the weirdness starts to happen. So he shuts off the light, and the mon- and uh, you find out with like if you didn't know already that the condu- the train conductor, you know, uh, whatever was he embodying was, the, the, the creature. He, the, they, the, the he interpret he took in the creatures in his body now. So he starts eyeballing everybody and killing everybody in sight or whatever. Yeah, Savalas is like shoot, kill him, you know. Everyone just starts firing and. And and then like every then Cushing grabs everybody to the back of the uh, to the back of the train. So, so they're car the yeah train. they're in the luggage train the caboose. And then what was it? Christopher Lee comes out because he wants to save the girl. He right? wants to, yeah he was trying to save the girl that he loved. So he's got to fight through all the you know all the de- all the Cossacks. Well most of them are dead at this point. And, anyway. and Peter Cushing goes with him then too. Yeah. Remember because yeah, yeah. then he's like he goes with him, and then they then he's like look you go back with the people I'll go forward get the girl. And I have my gun and my lantern, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. Cushing goes back and starts working on. They're gonna unbolt the back. Yeah. Caboose. Well, he saves the girl or whatever. Right. So he goes in the back there. He's able to grab the girl, but in the meantime, like, uh, I th- he kills the. Does he kill the uh, conductor or no? No, no, he doesn't kill the conductor. No, yeah, the conductor ends up like he in that the back room with Rasputin. Rasputin. Rasputin like takes in. That's right, because the conductor Tom- got Tell killed. Tell Savalas whipped that him. sword into his back. Yeah, no, so he he, ki- he killed Zavala's or the the monster. No, killed, no, no. He whipped Rasputin, but he ended up killing. No, no. The mon- I'm saying the monster um, oh. when when they had that big gunfight, the monster was killing all his all these soldiers, and he had Telly Savalas, but Telly Savalas had like a, a right. ni- uh, like a little dagger, and, he killed and him as he was there. falling, he whipped it into his back. Yeah, so, so the the, the monster's dying. So the monster and Rasputin kind of go into this little like like a lu- like a little luggage area yeah. compartment. And then Savala's like, anything that comes out of there, there's still people left. So they're like, anything that comes out, murder them. Shoot them. Right. 
So then that's when Rasputin says, please give me this power. Yeah. And then he mind melt, Vulcan mind melt, and he's like, okay, now I'm the, the devil. You know, So now Rasputin is what he wanted. He wanted to be the king of all Satan, so here he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now Christopher Lee's escaping, trying to escape to the back, and Rasputin's like reviving all the dead Cossacks. Now it's a zombie movie. Yeah, it's a know? zombie movie now. Now it's like, a zombie movie. So, okay, like, wait, picks up what? a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's like uh, Christopher Lee's like hacking everybody to death and uh, and Kishin's getting ready to like un- unhook He's pulling that magic pin. I don't think you could do that in real life. No, but I don't. Uh, and then all of a sudden you cut to like the uh, the police station or wherever saying like, Okay, we've got a we've got a, a, a communique telegram. from this thing. We have to like unhook the tracks so or the train like goes off the rails or whatever because something's going on there. We can't, you know, yeah. we can't deal with it. So now you got Christopher Lee running to get to the back. Christopher Lee, I mean, Chris, uh, Peter Cushing's unhooking the thing. Finally, Christopher Lee gets in there in the last second yeah. and like you know was able to get on the train, get on the on the last car. And and they both are able to hook the train, and the train goes into like the off the cliff or whatever. Yeah, it goes off a cliff and, and blows then, boom, up. Boom! Everything blows up, and then like the one that everybody's in just gets precariously close to the edge. But, but it's okay because they're just okay. standing on the end looking over and, and they're oh, looking yeah, down. They're like, oh look, everything's blowing up really good. So, so you know, the yeah, end. The end. It was a very. It was a fun movie. It was a genre bending horror. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it, definitely. It yeah. was pretty much every genre in the book except for like beach party you know yeah but, uh, they didn't get there yet it, there was quite a bit of what am i watching and but it kept it interesting yeah it did keep it savalas to me saved the movie yeah i did <laughs> it was great because i didn't hate the movie but it was treading four to five times. i know what you mean i know what you mean and, exactly. and, but then yeah. he came in just jack nicholson and um who was the who was the joker or the Heath ledger no 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 the old one the old one batman oh uh, cesar romero no no not cesar romero who am i thinking of what character are you talking about? He was Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey. Uh, the Riddler, Frank Gorshin. It was Frank Gorshin and Jack Nicholson rolled up into one with a dash was, of Bruce Campbell. That's what he was. That's what Telly Savalas was. He was just, he was crazy, and it was funny because he was just villainous, unstable. You know, like just, he's chewing it up. He was being to- totally Telly. <laughs> he was know? awesome, and that, that's he what was, I was like. He was a yeah, gr- he was a cool actor, man. He, was he really, a good actor, he really, you know? and he was a cool actually. He's been, he'd been even in old Twilight Zone episodes yeah. or whatever. But there is one great line in this movie where Lee and Cushing are talking to this uh, scientist there, and he's like. Well, we have to get everybody in the car and check their eyes. Is there a scene where they're checking everybody's eyes to see if they're the monster? Just make t- we have to check your eyes too to make sure that you're not monsters. And like I think Christopher, pretty Christian goes, monsters? We're not monsters. We're British, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was a good so one. Funny. I wonder if that was ad libbed or not, you know. But maybe not, you know. But at any rate, yeah, this is a yeah, well written, good, good favorite movie. of mine. You know, good Spanish, British, you know, kind of not gory, but kind of creepy, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it has know, its moments. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna give it like an eight. It's a favorite. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going. I'm rolling seven. Yeah. You know, so it's cool. Yeah, if it wasn't for Telly, you probably would have given it a six. But Telly elevated it. It might have been a five. It might have been a five, but Telly you know, took but it to the. He uh, did. He's yeah, at least two points, guaranteed. Guaranteed like, two, yeah. two points. Tell you get so, two points. Oh, so if you're uh, if you're looking for a very fun gender creature gender feature. bending or genre bending, I should say, uh, creature feature. If, if you're looking for a movie that influenced John Carpenter the very thing, much, it's the thing on a train. I swear, that's a, that's all I could think. Of. I was like, this is the thing on a train, but a little bit more. Yeah, there's a uh, little more gender. A little more genres in there, but yeah. All right, we're gonna take a trailer break, and then when we come back. We're going to be vaccinated to 100%. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. It's harder. Harder. Ah. Told him to that. Set her out on two films. She stiffed me my fee on both of them. Want me to do hardcore with her husband? Pass on. I hope I'm satisfactory. What are you going to be, a smut maker? I'm sorry, Holly. Notice, notice her hair, please. Oh, we're going to make a movie! Billy, I don't want to die. You should have thought of that before, Susie. Before you ripped my son out of you. Hey, 
systems comes the telemetry of terror. The entire country will break apart and be swept into the sea. It begins with shattering earthquakes. Then come raging firestorms. But the worst is yet to come. What do you mean there's no time to evacuate? When that wave hits, 80 million people will be wiped out. Tidal wave, rated PG. See, there's this girl, Vicki Valancourt. She may be the devil, Mama said that. Consequently, I'm prohibited from contact with her. But I hope to get past that one day because she's nice to talk to. Yeah, all right. That was one weird trailer. That first trailer was The Great Hollywood Rape Murder. I have never heard of that movie before. I, w- I have no idea what it is, but that song at the end was very enchanting. That had to be X. I have no idea. I have to look it up. I have no clue. Weird. Uh, yeah, anyway, that is weird. Okay. On to our next movie, which isn't weird at all. Yeah, really. It's just kind of crazy. It's an adventure. It's something. Now, you said you looked up and there's like a very weird Okay, yeah. This thing. movie's called Slipstream. Okay. 1989. And um, it stars Mark Hamill, you know, Luke Skywalker, Bill Paxton. From Aliens, one of your favorites. <laughs> Bill Paxton. <laughs> and it was, it was produced by Gary Kurtz, who was the guy who produced, uh, one of the producers of Star Wars. And apparently... Oh, wait, one, yeah. Yeah, and he did other B-movies. He did B-movies before Star Wars, but Gary, Gary Kurtz, yeah. So he was a producer of this movie. And apparently when this movie, in the middle of being made, he got into a divorce and he had to file for bankruptcy. Wow. And then this movie got into some financial problems, which it was ended up, ended up being made, but I don't know what happened. It never played in the U.S., it only played in like the UK or in Europe. It fell didn't make into, any money. Fell into and public it's a domain. 1989 movie that's in public domain because nobody. It's like an unwanted. Yeah, 1989's movie. Slipstream. It has some fans, but I read somewhere in IMDb people going, "Oh, will there ever be like a, a DVD with extras and uh, people?" Somebody wrote, "Not, not, not likely," since you know the Gary Kurtz lost all his money, and I guess nobody cares about this movie because it's PD. So it's an odd. Movie because it looks like they spent money on it. You know, oh I mean, yeah, maybe not enough, but they did spend money on it. It's a big budget, Elmer Bernstein score. You know, nice scenery, but not much. The only yeah, and it's it didn't seem like a sci-fi to me. You know what I mean? It, it really didn't. It wasn't. It was kind of, and you know, you could really tell that Mark Hamill was trying to say, "Look, I'm not just Luke Skywalker." Well, yeah. Um, and of course, everyone that gets typecast fights that, and he, and he, because he played a very good psycho in this. He was okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I actually, this is one of those movies that I enjoy, even though I know I shouldn't. Um, if that makes sense, like I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a stupid guilty pleasure. It's a stupid goofball movie that has no be no right being anything, but I just watch it and I just chuckle and laugh. I, it's a fun, funny, stupid and, and, and movie. And it also has some weird religious overtones, like when, oh, the, yeah. when the guy goes to the land and he say and he and the kid was blind and he can see again. I'm on like, huh? Oh yeah, no. And they and they even make the the reference to the elect do androids count electronic sheep or whatever. Yeah, like they that. made that effort to, to like, Blade so, Runner. So yeah. they're they're like pulling from that that book what what was the name of that book that oh it was called do androids uh, it's it's blade, it's the blade runner the movie blade runner is based on yeah the book. yeah do androids dream of electric sh- uh, sheep yes that's they even say it they say that it, line was that, in was that. that the name of the book yeah that something like that. It, okay. if not it was very close Philip to that K. Yeah. Dick or yeah whatever. yeah exactly and, uh, yeah. so you have you know it's partially that because it's the it's the, the classic android but that does happen s- struggling with its well, own, we don't know at the beginning. With, with its own being, yeah, you know. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this movie. 
uh, or in this uh, podcast about this movie. Anyway, go for it. Well, yeah, you, you know, you just start off in this. It's just kind of talking about, oh, well, we screwed up the Earth. And uh, and then after that, the Earth cleansed itself with a thing called the slipstream, which is just this vicious, violent uh, wind hmm. that cleanses the Earth of the scourge of humanity. You know, once again, yeah, good for you, Earth. And uh, but there's still there's still it's that total like there's still people living. It's just really shitty. Everybody's now, like you know? tribal. Yeah, it's very tribal, very primitive. We've been knocked back to the Stone Age, but we're still around. You know. We got our comeuppance, but we we're don't still know here. what year this is set in. But it no. could have been. It could be 2020 for all we know, because yeah. nothing's real futuristic looking. No, oh, not even the planes. Oh anything. my god, they loved those stupid ultralights. That's the yeah. one of the deterrents of this movie. They travel in these in those ultralights. If you don't know what an ultralight is, it's basically some dude in his garage gets drunk, puts together some framework, puts a big mo- uh, puts a little lawnmower engine on it, and now he has a plane. And it flies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, that's cool. So they, they made these elaborate, bigger ultralight planes. And that's what can travel the slipstream from trading outpost to trading outpost. And that's what it gets into, like, Old West trading posts yeah. style of, of commerce is all, I'll trade you a chicken for sex. You know, like, it's all like that kind of bartering system. There's no money. There's no government over anything. So that's what humans do. Yeah, right, you know. right, right. So, and that's where you're kind of, you're you're introduced to... Uh, the, Two bounty hunters. To, well, oh yeah, I guess, yeah, the very first thing is that guy running. He's you see running. a guy in a black suit running, and like two bounty hunters or whatever they are running after him. Yeah. Mark Hamill and his girlfriend. Mark Hamill and his girlfriend, and they're, they're like, they're bounty hunters, but he has some kind of law. He's, yeah, there's some kind of law ba- thing, but he does want a reward for ca- catching yeah, this guy. Because this a, guy's a murderer, supposedly. Yeah, he killed somebody. He killed his owner. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, spoiler so, alert. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gave that spoiler alert early, so we can oh, just yeah. go with it. He killed somebody. Yeah, technically. Like, you see this dude running, and and he's running and running and running and over rocks and blah blah blah. He gets to the edge of a cliff. Well, Mark Hamill in this very beat up duster pops out and shoots him with a grappling hook and yanks him down. You're like, huh? Okay. And now he's his prisoner. They show him kind of taking prisoner. So it's Mark Hamill with a very Dust uh, like a like a military duster and a very spiky blonde haircut and a beard and a beard and he's trying to be not Darth or not Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, real hard. And then um, and then his his girlfriend looks like uh, who is the girl from Rocky Four? Uh, Bridget Nielsen. She, so the girlfriend looks not like as, Bridget. Not as manly as. Bridget not as Bri- not as manly, but same thing. Same the thing. spiky Russian style yeah, 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 woman yeah. haircut, punky, you know, yeah, yeah. and she's tough as hell and. So, so they take they take the you know the guy I forgot what his name was kind of he's kind of like passive in a way oh he's completely I mean? passive he's he's doesn't fight he doesn't ever he, yeah they get they nail him with a grappling hook and he goes right through his hand and he's just kind of like because like, hey, you don't know what's going on at first and he's just like oh you know he's like huh that's weird that's I don't remember weird. that grappling hook being in my hand but whatever so, so then they end up stopping they they grab him and they take him to a trading post right that's yeah. when you meet your yeah buddy. that's where yeah so okay so after that after they grab him. Yeah. Now, flash forward, Paxson just starts chewing the scenery. He bu- he busts into the back of this this sh- shithole trading post, you know, and he's grabbing the, the waitress's boobs and, like, just hamming it up, you know. Yeah. And he's... He... He is very him in this movie, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know how he keeps getting work. He's, he's very smarmy. Bill Paxson yeah, he's a smarmy. Smug, wise guy, smug. jerky... You know, kind of like the campus hero. You know, Joe Cool. And he's a and he's a crappy uh, bounty hunter too. By the yeah, way, yeah, he's not know, good. Anyway, uh, so anyway, yeah. So, so he gets, so he ends up like, but see, he can he connects with the two bounty hunters. They tell him to take off, and then he figures out that they've got like a they've got like a um a prisoner. So he decides to like grab the prisoner, and see if he could take him and get yeah. the reward for. Yeah, him he finds out that they, that they have, because uh, this guy's worth money. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He's wanted. Dead or He's alive. a wanted man, or yeah. whatever. You know. But th- but doesn't like um uh well before they get to Bill Paxton, doesn't like um uh, Mark Hamill refer to like his prisoner as like godlike or something like that? He makes some comment. Yeah, about no, they, it. they this movie is fraught with that, where it's like there's like biblical references, and then there's like man, what is man anyway? And God, like there's a lot of like they'll interject a philosophical 
like plot point or 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 not plot point, but like a, a line of dialogue that's deeply philosophical or you know introspective. And then they show Paxton. Like there's no there's no like uh, there's no reflection upon anything. It's just stupidity. Weird deep thought, man. That's like deep stupidity. It's like if Dennis Hopper took acid and wrote this script. You know, that's one of the problems with it is it's all over the place. Yeah. First there's Jesus, then there's things, and everyone's very militant, which I guess you would be in this kind of a, of environment. Everyone will kill you in a second for no reason, yeah. including nice and, uh, evangelical women. Be like, oh, and then there's a gun against their head and stuff like that, you know, against your head, which, okay, I get it, post-apocalyptic. So, you know. so, so anyway, Paxton is able to snag the 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 guy, you know, yeah. the the prisoner. And then, like uh, the girl shoots him with a poison dart that doesn't that that doesn't take effect for I don't know how many days or we find out later. But it's a tracer. It's not really poison. It's a tracer. Oh, okay. But she was. Like, That's how they. Yeah, they they shoot him with a tracer so they can find him because at this point Paxton has the drop on on the two bounty hunters and he has their prisoner. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm gonna get my big payday so I can go start a a balloon company. And you're like, okay, whatever. So he takes off with him. Yeah. And then, like, the guy's, like, you know, real, again, real passive, and he's very, like, British and very nice. And <laughs> he's just whatever, you know. Yeah, so he's, like, flying. All of a sudden, they had to stop in this, uh, in this, like, wild town or whatever. Why, why is it that they had to stop? They was running out of fuel, or he just needed, like, uh, I forgot why they stopped in this town, but they, they decided to stop there, and that's when they... That's when they run into all these people who live in like the mountains. The Mesa like, caves. Yeah, that's right. And they said something about they were kind of a cult-like or whatever, you know. But they stopped there for a reason. I forgot what it was. Anyway, it, well, no, it just just because they couldn't make it. Because they they, they were on it. the slipstream and they they had okay, to stop because right. their their energy levels low. Blah blah. Okay, right, it was whatever. all solar battery and powered and. Yeah, whatever. Because it was the windmills too. There, yeah. Anyway. And they because there was even that one stop before that, or was it after that, where they had to stop in the middle of the desert. And they slept, yeah, and they slept on, on by the fire because that's where they did the whole thing. Like I don't sleep and blah blah blah. But yeah, it was after that. So yeah, so um, they meet these people and like that's when like they get out and there's like uh the uh the the guy in the dark suited guy like like cures a blind kid. Everybody's like, oh my god, why? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So oh so they because that's where he Paxton goes back to his family. That's where he grew up in this little place. Oh, Remember? Because okay. he's like, oh, these are my. That's like his dad. That that. He w- that's not his family, but that's where he lived and ra- was raised. Because uh, then he's like, oh, yeah, uh, well, now I've made the big score, and I'm leaving this place, and you can have my boots, kid. And, and then, That's right. And I it, forgot the, the boot thing. And, yeah, and the dad yeah. is a goofball, kind of not to be trusted, but whatever. And uh, and the android's walking around just kind of observing things and fixing people's heads and whatever. He's a do- he's a fully trained doctor and blah, blah, blah. And, and again, the... It, and then and that's totally fine, you know. So then he he leaves there. Paxton finally f- finds this guy, and one of the it's nonstop like, "Hey, get back here! Hey, I'm gonna shoot you! Hey, get back here!" This this script really needed to be rewritten. It needed yeah. a couple rewrites to punch Definitely, it up. Like yeah. a lot of the time is is spent by, you know, Paxton r- not jostling this guy around and saying, "I'll shoot you." Okay, I'll shoot you. Hey, don't try and move anything funny, or I'll shoot you. You know, and you're like. Okay, okay, we get it. You know, can you move on from that? And but they don't. They and then, like even then, then they leave there, and then that's when they have this campfire scene. No, we're we're we're, we're you you bypass the whole important thing. When he goes up to that room with the kid, and you know, after they have to save the kid, mm-hmm. they take him through and save the guy. He he wants to save the guy, but I don't think he's able to. But then the people lock them up. And uh, the religious people locked them up in a room, and they put the android on. A no, you're missing something. You're 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 mixing it up. Isn't that when he put the? Isn't no, that when they put nope. the android on the? That's uh, that. That's that's two scenes later. The first scene, he gets the guy and escapes with him. Then he like they run low on get on on power cells. That's where he lands in his home base, where there's that big like hot. That's tub where he saves the kid. Where the hot tub, and he makes the kid see. Then they say he gives him the boots and says, "Okay, I'll see you later." And then right. they they leave. Then they do the campfire. Then the next thing is that religious. Oh, cult. that's when they go. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they're establishing who they are. Then they leave and they have the campfire, which is that deep where they're talking about stuff. But Paxton still doesn't get it that he's an android. You're right. You're right. You're so right. then, because then after that, while the, after they wake up, that's when the group that he grew up with is kind of going through some badlands, and Mark Hamill and his girlfriend kill them. That's right. And that's where he goes off into his religious tirade. 
and then that's the next place they land is almost like the second to last plot point that's because where they, they land that's where in the religious thing. Blind kid right, 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 right. And then they and then they take him up to the room because that's where he's like I don't even know because that's Paxton doesn't even know where they are they're like we're that's lost. That's what I was thinking. I he forgot says, about the scene where they killed his people because yeah. it didn't make any sense to me why. No, no, no. Yeah, that was just he stopped there to get his belongings uh, and kind of tell them he was leaving because he had this big score. Yeah, yeah. So then he took off that. and they're like, okay, you'll be back because you always have a big score and you're full of shit, you know. Yeah, and in the meantime, like they're looking, the t- two bounty hunters are looking for them, right? And, and they're killing everybody in their way. Yeah, they are right? killing everybody and. And Mark Hamill is one of those kind of like he's crazy, uh, religious and law crazy, where everything can be justified that he should murder everyone. And he goes off on these tangents about the scum of the earth will rise up to our eyes if we don't kill them. Our job is to kill people. And she's like, I don't really think we should be killing people anymore. And, you know, she doesn't like it, but they just do. You know, that's their shit. Yeah, she just follows him because she Mm -hmm. likes the fact that he was, you know, a big shot. Or or whatever, yeah. So, yeah, so then they go up to that room, and there's some philosophical talk with this guy who's dying, and the, 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 the well, well, we'll just call, we'll just spoiler alert it, we'll just call him the android tries to save him, but the guy doesn't want to be saved or something. Yeah, because he said it's, it's God's law, and, and, th- and then, technology is what got us to this point. That whole shtick. And then, they, and then they end up, like, getting somehow or another, because I forgot this part, they end up getting, uh, the two of them, they get, they get it, they they knock Bill Paxton out or something, put him in a room, and then that's where they've got. Yeah, they tie up Paxton and they they and put then, the android and, and on, and a on, a, on a kite. And then he's like, wakes up and she's going like, "Well, you guys are religious. What are you doing?" And he goes, "Well, the slipstream. If God meant him to be saved, the slipstream will yeah, save him or whatever." Yeah, that's their like test of testament to see if someone should live or not, because everyone, because they know he's an android and and that's an apparent God. That's what. That's what made this horrible crusted earth was technology a man. So they're test, letting God test him, and they put him up into the slipstream. Yeah, and then and then the, the two the two end up again in, in yeah. this party. Well, the, yeah, the bounty hunters finally catch up with them. And know. then they, and they and they tell Paxton to get out. They tell him right to go in and <laughs> grab the guy. a weird scene. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, tell tell. Oh uh, no, well, I mean, because Paxton is always trying to hit on this woman as well, on Mark Hamill's partner. Old lady, yeah, his partner. Yeah. And sh- and she's like letting that happen. She's like playing up the sex appeal and using it to her advantage, like playing him for a chump, basically. So and, and at one, but there's always like this impending death. Hamill's always just about to kill this guy because he doesn't really like him to begin with, and he kills everyone else anyway, so it doesn't matter. So they said, okay, you go up and get the android, because and because Paxton's like, we'll split it three ways. How's that? Instead of and he's like, I don't know why I wouldn't just kill you now. And he's like, okay, if you want to split it three ways, go get your android. So they they hook him onto this string as this kite's in the middle of this raging tornado-like wind stream, the slipstream. And he slides up, and he gets him, and then he's like, well, these guys are going to kill me, so I'm just going to hack the rope off. She sees that. She flies up, talks him down, and then or talks to him, saying, don't do that. We gotta get, we'll go back down. And then Paxton just cuts the rope, and then the kite and all three of them fly and smash against the wall. Um... And now they're in this blinding windstorm, and the android saves them. You know, he, he you just see like the whole scene is like like lots of wind, and the android picks him up and throws Paxton into a cave, you know, someplace safe from the wind. And and the girl's already in there, so you know the android saved the girl, and he saved him. And then uh, then he he's walking around looking for Mark Hamill because he saves everyone. That's his shtick. And he finds the grappling hook with a cut rope, and he's like, "Well, your boyfriend's dead." So he's trying to get her to come with him. Yeah, yeah. Paxton's trying to be like, well, I'll move in and you'll be my lady now. And then, but she's like, screw you. I'm going to go looking for, you know, Mark, Mark Hamill or whatever. So mm-hmm. like, they take off and somehow or another they're able to get the flyer back or whatever. Or yeah, like one of the girls from that compound, from That's that right, one, from that religious cult, saved them and walked them down to where the plane was. They fixed the plane because it was broken. Now they have three of them, but they just put the android on the top of the wing. Because she knows of a place that is like Nirvana or yeah. something like that. Like, you know, loosely saying, I know a place where we can go, we'll be safe, and that's going to yeah, be right, great. Right, it's right. just wonderful. So we, so then that's the next scene. They land in the in this, like, weird Irish... It looks like an Irish moor or something like that, like uh, like in the moors of Scotland or some crap. Right. So they, they open up this weird place. They go down underground... It's like a museum set up to be like a... It's like all the hoity-toity people are there. You yeah, know? it's a big party. You know? Yeah, it's like a big party, yeah. you know. Like, there's, like, young people and, like, old farts talking, you know, like, theology or whatever. And then 
they get the actor F. Murray Abrahams in there going like, how'd he end up in this movie? I know. Special appearances by everyone. And you're like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, you know, in the meantime, like they're all taking in the sights or whatever. Bill Paxton's, of course, being Bill Paxton, he's picking up girls and messing with them or whatever. But then the the android, and this is when you start finding out he's an android. It's the the girl, the redheaded girl, who saves him starts falling in love with him. Yeah. And I don't know. And they go into like some like museum, <sighs> like a nature museum or whatever. And I don't know if they what they do there. I don't know if they had like you know android, you know, fun or whatever. You I know? think so. But they also played like. He was like a lion, and she bit him, or he bit her. It was very. This part kind of yeah. De- this is derailed. like a romantic thing, and he's like a big because he dances like Fred Astaire. And Fred you're like, Astaire, okay, I don't need like, this. Yeah, this is when I was like, is this like my mom would like this movie maybe or something? I, know. I don't know. He's done all. But anyway, he he goes up with her, and they're falling in love. And then the next day, he comes back. I think this is the way it was. And Bill Paxton goes, "Hey man, you can go now. You're yeah, free." Yeah, you know, because he's downstairs. He's fixing everything. He's fixing. He the fixed air the air conditioning, so now the air is better. And they're like, how can you do that? He's downstairs. And, and the that- girl wants to say to everybody, hey, let him in here. Let him stay here because he can do everything. You know, Because yeah. he's falling in love with They're them. very picky about who they let in. Yeah. And they don't any- ever let anyone out because that would expose where they are. Where they are, yeah. Because they're, 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 they're not hidden. tough guys or anything. Like that. They're all no, like, no. you know, the upper crust or whatever. Yes, the, the, yes. So Monocles anyway, and all that. So yeah, now the, now the android is like, oh my God, you know, last night it was a fir- I dreamed. So that's when the, the but the androids dream of electric sheep thing comes in yeah, or whatever like, and he's ah, like boo. and now that now the 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 android's starting to feel emotions because he messed around with the redheaded girl or whatever yeah you know? so he's like all like, I have experienced confused. love and now I want to go with you but we should stay here and this part really yeah. stops the movie dead because you're yeah. like okay and I know that's probably in the script world and and as they were writing it and conceiving of this movie and all that kind of stuff this was probably supposed to be one of the most important parts but it can't be this movie is not that movie like if this was uh blade runner yeah this would have been the pinnacle scene yeah because this is the robot saying i've experienced love i am now self-aware i know you know like it would have been the detachment where going forward i'm more human than android but i'm an android but it just falls flat because it's paxin and and just stupidity like it does and and he keeps on cutting him off so he can never say yeah, anything yeah, and yeah. it's like oh come on man so this should have been the the, the 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 pinnacle but it ended up just being like who cares because the next part of this Hamill kicks the door in and it and he's off the rails angry at this point yeah, him he's and his girl. he just is killing shit he, like he this is where he becomes like a, a an insane murderer because he's just had it He's very frustrated. He's sick of tracing this guy. And then somehow or another, like, I guess because Paxton's downstairs, the girl goes down and finds him, and they started what the, their, like, love-hate relationship again thing or whatever, you know? So he, like, he's he grabs her, and she shoots him again, but it's another, but it's a dot. It's, it's a, the antidote It's a antidote or whatever. So he go, he's like, you shot me, and he just punches her and knocks, knocks her out. Her well, that was just kind of funny. He actually. gave her a right cross that just knocks her out. And, and like, then he Whoa. ties her to the bed, and she wakes up, and she goes, what are you doing? And he goes, like, you know, yeah, you know, I'm tying you to the bed, but I'm going to give you a big old kiss. And that's when they're like, you know, oh, my God, you know, their little romance blossoms or whatever. Oh. You're going, like, whatever, you know. Yeah. And then in the meantime, Hamill's, like, killing everybody and blah, 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 and this and that. Yeah, he's all, he, and he's really pissed off. And he's pissed this off scene, or whatever. This scene, he is, like, very angry and agitated. Like, he like, even shoots the android, Yeah, because they're like, oh, we're the law here. And he's, like, and he, and he just pistol whips the guy across the face and there's this old guy laying on the ground he's like you're not the law you know I'll tell you what's going to happen and that's going to be the end of it you know And so they drag him up and this is like where everyone dies yeah. like not ev- well not everyone dies like the android gets shot by accident by Paxson with a shotgun right, right, right. Hamill shoots the the redheaded girl who she was grabbed the, love- the gun she, she was trying gun. to protect him and he shot her and then he shoots Paxton, but like I shoots him in the in the he didn't kill him. He, he just didn't shoots kill him, him in yeah. there. But then like I think doesn't Hamill get like a conscience thing? He, when he sees that he shot the girl, he just turns around and leaves, right, without the android or something like that. Or did he take the android with him? That's the part no, that I yeah, thought. No, yeah, no, he says, Let's go, Android. Oh, and the he android knows, goes. He knows the android's gonna do whatever he tells him to. That's right, that's right. He so he says, Let's go. And then the android you can tell is very angry. And he's walking towards him, and he shoots him again. He, this is where Hamill takes out a gun and shoots him a second time, and he doesn't die. 
So then Hamill tries to hit him with his with his ultralight strip slipstream plane, and the android jumps right. over and rips the engine out while they're flying. And then he crawls in and he's trying to kill Mark Hamill at this point. And this is where you're like, okay, now he's he has gained consciousness that he's a murderer, or that he you know that he can think for himself and act for himself. And Mark Hamill says, "There'd be into the I look into the eyes of God." Some one of those quotes like that, and that's the magic reset because the android goes, "Okay," or he oh, pretends that, to. Uh, he says this this phrase that's supposed to be the android reset. So the android starts helping and and pulls the strings to fly the plane, uh, okay. but then the android flies the plane directly into the cliff to kill Mark Hamill. And you think they're both dead? You think they're both dead? Uh, you know what's his name? The the hot uh, the, the Hamill's girlfriend the the Russian blonde girl, not Russian but you know the blonde yeah. girl and and um, Paxton are standing there all beat up. He comes walking up like he just came out of fire because the android didn't die, uh. and he's like, well, you know, I'm gonna go on my own. And that's when they, they then they cut smash cut to like a waterfall and the rope and the, the android is like waving by. He goes, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, he's like, see, he's going to go out to like find himself. He's going to walk the earth. He's, yeah. he, he's like Jules from uh, Pulp Fiction. He's going to walk the earth. You yeah. Know? This is when it becomes, and then it's like, he's very Jesus. Like, yeah. you know, Jesus, like I'm going to walk the earth now. Yeah. I'm going like, really? And then, okay, and then the blonde and the, and Paxton are like, well, we're, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Now let's go start that balloon farm. The yeah. end, you know, again, it's a stupid movie on a lot of levels, um, but I thought it was... I, I actually liked this movie quite a bit. Like I, like I pr- said earlier, you know. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I really didn't have anything else. I don't know how Paxton keeps getting work. Well, I gotta, um, I gotta tell you, I'm, like, I'm gonna be a little bit opposite from you on the, mm-hmm. on the acting part. I didn't think Hamill pulled it off. I thought he was a little too... A little too, like, he still looked a little like little Mark Hamill to be like menacing to me, even though he was pretty bad and he killed people. He didn't like, he didn't have the, whatever the word is, the highfalutin word gravitas to make me like feel like, oh, this is a real badass. He was just like, oh, this is just kind of some snarky jerk with a gun. Bill Paxton didn't bother me as much. Yeah. Well, I think I just do because it was Bill Paxton. You know, you're like, oh, he's doing a shtick or whatever. It didn't bother me that much. I think the weak point to me was Hamill. I didn't. I didn't think he pulled it off, even mm. though he was, he was trying to be menacing and stuff. Well, like that. Well, I mean, he's never going to be Dolph Lundgren. I no, mean, that's uh, what you I, know mean, I mean. Like, you know? like he doesn't have the physical stature, but if Tom Cruise can be Jack Reacher, then this no, guy can he be. No, can't. Uh, <laughs> Jack Reacher can't. He's, he's a little. He was. Uh, the, yeah, all five foot three Jack yeah, Reacher. Yeah. That's that's my problem with modern movies. They've mm-hmm. got. Back in the day, you had m- tough guys like Robert Mitchum or Clint Charles Bronson. Or Charles is Bronson. The guy chasing Now you got these like. Even though he wasn't clean faced, you got these like youngish looking guys playing these badass characters, and you're like, no, you just give me like, what was that guy, Danny Trejo or somebody <laughs> like that? You hey, know? happy birthday, Tra- Danny Trejo! Today is his birthday. He's 71 oh, years well, old. Well, there you go. That was another coincidence. Okay, mm-hmm. 70 years old. 71. Wow. 71. Well, there you go. Yeah. Not that I'm like a huge fan, but he looks like a mean guy or whatever. Yeah, but he's all know? he's all five foot three too, though. Is he really yeah. a little guy too? Oh, he's, yeah, he's a little midget. Is Hollywood full of midgets? Do they just hire midgets in Hollywood? Dolph Lundgren and then midgets. That's all there is. Clint, Clint's <laughs> at least a six footer. Yeah, I oh think, no, Clint. Yeah. I think Clint's six one or something like that. Yeah. Oh my god. But anyway, that's my problem with Hollywood. They got yeah. like you know they don't have mean looking hero guys I anymore. Not se- that many anyway. Even though the guy Daniel Craig who plays James Bond looks kind of mean, but he might look a little too mean to play James Bond in my opinion. But yeah. anyway, I, I'm, I'm digressing. And yeah, the, that's all right. And the, and well, the clock on the I wall. I thought the uh, I thought the set dressing was nice. It was okay. As far as movie wise, it was shot competently. It was. It, no, was, it was shot well. It yeah. was shot well. Nice you know, scenery. Everything looks nice good. Music, all not, everything matches. Decent them. actors. I was know. surprised that I I did like the score. Yeah, it was Elmer Bernstein. Yeah, I mean, it was. A, that's a big time. Yeah, uh, it was really good. It was well put together. It's a shame it missed. Um, I mean, it's a shame it it, it didn't at least get the release the treatment it to, didn't for get the release. Any release. That's what I mean. It's it, and it, this kind of movie is almost like yes, it wouldn't have set the world on fire. But it, it would have done okay. This is know. like one of those movies that it seemed from from reading about. It seems like it might have never even gotten released, possibly if it wasn't because of all the stuff that was going on or whatever. I mean, the, and the guy who played the android, his name is Bob Peck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he died at like fifty three. Died in nineteen ninety nine. At the age wow. of fifty three, he was young. He died of cancer, so he didn't. You know, it's kind of a weird movie, but yeah, it was just it was kind of a movie. It wasn't. 
it was a little too long, but that's okay. You know, it, was, mm. it had its moments. You know, it had its moments. It didn't yeah. fulfill. Yeah, the so you're promise. not you're not digging it. So I, you know, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to go an eight on this one. Wow, and, really? Yeah, I, I am really shocked at well, that. Seven at the other one, eight on this one. I, I like this one. Um, it's not the greatest movie ever, but it's not. I, I'm always I watched it. I was always wow. um, you know, yeah. enjoying it. So I'm gonna give it like a four point five or something wow. like that. Wow. Like I didn't so you hate it. No, no, okay. I didn't hate it. We had to have. It's not no, even, no. Well, like okay. five isn't even okay, like watchable. Okay, I'll give it a five. <laughs> no, five is no. To me, here's my okay. Here's my ratings. Five means I'm on the fence. I don't. I didn't like it or I didn't hate it. That's the way I feel. I, oh, okay. That's the way I do the numbers. Five it, is like, like kind of below a five means to me means don't bother. Like okay, I'll give it a five. Yeah, then. I mean, but yeah, I'll give it know. a five because I'm on the fence. I didn't hate it and I didn't like it. It's just there for me. Uh, well, that's that, that happens. That's what yeah. that's my rating. When it, when it's below, when it's a four point five means I don't like it, but it's not horrible. Uh, Once you get into like the threes, you're like, well, this yeah, is direct. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's not direct, but it's like this is kind of like it's all it's for fans of this <laughs> stuff only. You know, and when you get to below that, you're like. You're on your own, you know. No, Watch it. Cool. That, that's my rating. So you got a 5.5 or 4.5 oh, to a 5. No, no, 5, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm the fan. And I'm really high because, well, I just liked it. Okay. But I, I told you right up front I liked it, so there you go. Uh, it's Where a, did you actually see this one? Because it wasn't released in the U.S. Did you watch it on VHS or it's something? On, yeah, it's on my. It's it's one that came in that um that the thirty those, like, thirty sci-fi oh, for five that's bucks. Where you saw it, okay. And actually, um, towards the end of the bunch of dork, or the, towards the end of the dub four twenty, we actually had scripted this out, and we did oh. we did an experiment where we did it three times. Where I we the 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 main writing crew scripted it out, and then we gave one to. The one group, and then we gave another the same scenes to the one group, and same scenes to the other. We were going to do it three times, huh. and re-script like each different script. Wow. But it never went to air because the, the, the studio went away. That's good. This was the lost episode of. The These were the lost 20. episodes. I think I even have the tapes over there. Nice. So we could edit them, but I don't even know if I'd be able to find them. Like so, yeah. Like me and Oliver Klozoff did the main one, and oh. then we had uh, Flashbert did his own. Oh. And Man with No Name did his own. Neat. Okay. Interesting. And they were very different. Okay. They're very weird, you know. Upstream. Yeah. Well, because you pick out a couple. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks uh, for listening, everyone. This was. uh, What was the name of that show that you guys did? Was it like 420 or something? Dubbed 420. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. You never know. Maybe it'll be popping up somewhere soon. Okay. All right. My name's Miles. With me as always, Doctor Morbius. And we'll see you next week.